The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. A beautiful young mom, a school teacher, goes out early, early in the morning around 4 a.m. to jog so she can get back to take care of her tiny children and get to work on time, not waking up a soul, including her husband, as she leaves in the darkened morning hours for her run. Eliza Fletcher never makes it home. She is kidnapped. I believe sex assaulted and murdered. In the last hours, we learned the state has announced it will seek the death penalty. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. First of all, take a listen to our friends WREG. If it's within the absolute control of this court, this case will be tried before the end of 2023. But things could take a while longer as the prosecution is asking the TBI to release more evidence, which could lead to more time before the case goes to trial. But what is certain and just made public is the prosecution's plan to seek the death penalty if absent Henderson were found guilty. District attorneys also indicated that the fifth factor applies to murders, especially heinous, atrocious, or cruel. The phrase heinous, atrocious, and cruel is a term of art. And what it refers to is a level of uh, violence that um, goes above and beyond that necessary in order to cause the death. That's right. Prosecutors announced they are seeking the death penalty for the man accused of abducting 
a Memphis mom, Eliza Fletcher, during her early morning routine run and killing her. The Shelby County District Attorney named Steve Mulroy filed that official notice. He will seek the DP on Cleotha Abstin. Now, get this. Cleotha Abstin already had one rape charge against him that had never been prosecuted because the rape kit sat on a shelf at the crime lab and had not been analyzed until after Eliza Fletcher was murdered. Which leads me to the speculation, if he had been prosecuted for the earlier rape, he would likely have been behind bars because there's a DNA match and Eliza Fletcher would be alive today. Okay, that said, wait for it, there was another attack years ago by this guy, Cleotha Abstin, and yet he's out walking free. Where did it all start? Listen. It's been just over 12 hours since Elijah Fletcher disappeared and multiple agencies has, have joined forces. And I can tell you, there's a lot of concern in the community as time passes by. Where is Eliza Fletcher? That's the question many are asking across the Mid-South after investigators say the avid jogger was abducted. It's very important that if anybody knows the whereabouts of Miss Fletcher to contact the police immediately. Fletcher was jogging down Central Avenue around 4.30 this morning when investigators Investigators say she was approached by someone who forced her into a dark-colored SUV and drove off. You don't want to hear that that's going on. Um, we want to find her. We don't know. We don't know what's going on. Hart Robinson is a friend of Fletcher and got the news this morning and immediately came to the area of Central Avenue and Zach Curling Street where she was last seen. Where everybody's desperately looking for her. The search was on for the missing mom of two, Eliza Fletcher. You were just hearing our friends at WREG Channel 3. There were only two clues left behind. Listen. Fletcher's cell phone and a water bottle were found in front of a home owned by the University of Memphis and a safety alert sent to students. They say she was reported missing after not returning home from her run. The SUV that she was last seen in was spotted driving westbound down Central Avenue. Multiple agencies, including the FBI, are assisting with the case with one goal in mind, find Eliza Fletcher. Our concern is to locate Miss Fletcher, so if anybody knows where she's at, call the police immediately. Really? Just think, her life could have been spared. I firmly believe it. And then the frantic search. Listen to our friends at NBC. Around 7 to 50 a.m., roughly three hours after the abduction, the suspect's brother and another witness telling investigators they saw him wash his clothes in a sink and clean the inside of the car with floor cleaner. According to an affidavit, the brother also saying he was acting very strange. That bizarre scene allegedly unfolding less than a mile from where police discovered the unidentified body late Monday. The affidavit also says Abstin left sandals behind. Authorities using DNA from those shoes to zero in on him. So while the frantic search throughout the Memphis area is ongoing for the missing mom, you see Cleotha Abstin frantically cleaning the back of his GMC, washing his clothes in his brother's sink. Wow. Isn't that quite the coincidence? And then the gruesome 
Discovery. Our friends WREG. A gut-wrenching discovery in South Memphis as detectives confirm a body was located a few yards away from where Eliza Fletcher's alleged abductor came hours after her kidnapping. Monday, Memphis police swarmed this area after finding a body in an overgrown lot near a vacant home on Victor Street. The scene just a stone's throw away from where Memphis police say 38-year-old Cleotha Abstin came hours after abducting Fletcher. They believe he cleaned blood from the interior of the SUV used in the abduction and washed his clothes in his brother's sink. In the past 10 minutes, Memphis police confirming those new details, saying that the body they found yesterday is that of missing mother Eliza Fletcher. And now the man they had in custody already charged with her kidnapping faces murder charges. And this is coming just about 16 hours after they discovered a body here, not far, they said, within walking distance to an apartment complex where the 38-year-old Cleotha Abson was seen cleaning his SUV shortly after the abduction. Our friends at Fox 13 joining WREG. When Eliza went missing, the search ensued. You see the defendant, the suspect, caught on video, just cleaning, cleaning, scrubbing, scrubbing, trying to get rid of blood. He would need some sort of hydrochloric acid to do that trick. It didn't work. Blood throughout his SUV, and then a couple hundred yards away, the body of Eliza Fletcher found just discarded in tall grass. Her Lululemon running shorts found in a garbage bag not far away, also discarded. And now, today, we find out her abduction, her likely rape, her murder, could have all been avoided? How? Take a listen to our friends at WATN. The man accused of kidnapping and killing Eliza Fletcher is facing three new criminal charges tonight. The charges are from another case in 2021. In this case, he's facing charges for aggravated rape, kidnapping, and unlawful possession of a gun. Memphis police confirm a sexual assault report was taken on September 21 of 2021. The sexual assault kit was submitted to the Tennessee Bureau of Investigations two days later on September 23rd. that kit was not tested until he was connected to Eliza Fletcher's disappearance. Did you hear that? Another aggravated kidnap and rape all the way back almost a year ago, 2021. A rape kit was taken. It was sent to the Tennessee Bureau of Investigations, the TBI, and not A thing was done. It sat on a shelf. And in that manila evidence bag, sealed shut with the investigator's initials over it, to maintain the chain of custody was the evidence that would have put Cleotha Abstin Behind bars at the time Eliza was kidnapped and murdered. 
joining me right now on All-Star Panel to make sense of what we know right now. But first, I want to go to Dave Mack, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. Dave, what went wrong? Nancy, um, you know, we talked about how quickly they were able to identify the DNA of Cleotha Abstin on the slides that they found at the kidnapping scene for Eliza Fletcher. They turned that around in less than 18 hours from the moment they found the slides to the moment they identified the DNA coming from Cleotha uh, Abstin. In the case from September 21st, 2021, a woman reported the rape. They did a rape kit and 48 hours later on September 23rd, the rape kit was submitted to the TBI DNA uh, case uh, files. The problem is, unless they order a rush on the DNA, it goes into the regular file. Just stop. No offense, Dave Matt, but I really don't want to hear that because that is all BS. I, I, I know you're reporting what the TBI wants me to hear, but when it comes to a life-threatening, violent crime. Why is there a wait? I pay half my paycheck every year and have been since I was a lowly assistant in the district attorney's office. Since before that, when I worked at the library at Mercy University. Why do I pay taxes? So Cleotha Abstin can walk free and murder Eliza Fletcher? leaving her two children with no mother? You know how much that screws a kid up forever? And you're telling me, it sounds like with a straight face, that it was in line to get analyzed? You know what? I don't want to hear it. She's dead, and she endured a horrible death. That SUV was covered in blood. I put money on it. She was forcibly raped, likely sodomized as well. Why? Because of a line, a cue for evidence? I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
What if we told you about a major breakthrough on awesome savings on all-inclusive beach vacays? OMG, this could break the case. Case? I'm talking about CheapCaribbean.com. It's full of hot savings. At CheapCaribbean.com, score an extra $175 off site-wide on vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. A swim-up bar in Punta Cana or dip your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. We gotta take this show on the road. Start at CheapCaribbean.com. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. In the last days, the district attorney has announced the state will seek the death penalty against Cleotha Abstin. This guy is a one-man crime wave. And I don't mean shoplifting or stealing a car, which, of course, in themselves are crimes that need to be prosecuted. I'm talking about violent crimes where people are hurt, they are raped, they are assaulted, and in this case, murdered. This young mom minding her own business, trying to get out and jog and keep up with her schedule of taking care of her children and getting to work. You know, a lot of people have said, why is she out so early in the morning? You know what? You're wrong. This woman is trying to do it all. Exercise, take care of children, work, take care of her home. The whole shebang. So don't even start about why is she out so early in the morning. I get up at 5 o'clock every day without fail so I can get everything done before I take the twins to school, get to the studio to get to work, go to a crime scene, go to a courthouse. I want to do it all. And so did she. And now she's dead and her children are sentenced to life without their mother. Why? according to prosecutors, because of Cleotha Abstin. So, Lisa Daddio, the director of the Center for Advanced Policing and Graduate Program Coordinator, University of New Haven. Lisa, could you please interpret what Dave Matt was just trying to say? Honestly, Nancy, the police department messed up on that one. And, and you know, I really wait, wait, don't... Wait, 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 wait. Messed up. Let's just analyze what you just said. Messed up. This is more than just messing up. They didn't fall through the cracks. They screwed up horribly and Eliza is dead because they couldn't analyze a rape kit. To Rachel D. Fisher joining me, special guest, registered nurse, sex assault nurse examiner. She's an expert witness. She's author of Taking Back the Pen. And you can find her at LegalRNConsult.org. Rachel, do you ever get tired of hearing about one fail after the next? You deal with rape victims every day. And I keep screaming it from the rooftops. A rape victim is never the same. Like a child molestation victims, yes, they can go on about life. They seem like they're having a normal life. But they're never the same after a rape. Maybe you can say it better than me, Rachel. Yeah, the impact that a victim has after being assaulted, um, it, it's lifelong. It never goes away. It, uh, a murder is one thing. Um, that's the end result. But there are people living with the effects of this for the rest of their lives. And it comes down to the fact that jurisdictions, communities don't put an emphasis on 
crimes of violence against um, women or the vulnerable. These sex crimes are just um, tossed aside. There's not proper funding. We don't adequately staff our uh, law enforcement agencies or crime labs. And then the statutes, I mean, Tennessee, you don't even have to, the law enforcement agency does not even have to turn over the kit until 60 days to the crime lab. So the, the statutes are showing, okay, there's not a priority. There's, what can happen in 60 days? A lot can happen. Other rapes can happen. Yeah, like Eliza Fletcher can get murdered. And, you know, another thing, Rachel D. Fisher, who is a rape sex assault nurse examiner, it's a very, very specialized area. I wonder what that says to the rape victim, like Cleotha Abstin's other rape victim, I mean, we already know of one when he was nearing adulthood, this one in September 2021. I wonder how that rape victim felt when she would call and say, um, what's the status of my brutal rape case? And she said, oh, and she hears, oh, yeah, well, it's in the queue. It's like you're at Target and there's a long line or you're at Kroger and the line wraps around the cash register. Uh-uh. No, she's not buying a dozen apples. She's trying to find out about her rape case that forever altered her life. And she gets told, yeah, you're in the line. They'll analyze it. Meanwhile, this guy is walking free. What am I talking gibberish, Karen Stark? Because I feel like I'm not getting through. I don't think I can scream any louder in a studio. Karen Stark joining me, a renowned psychologist out of New York at KarenStark.com. That's Karen with a C. Karen, help me, please. Nancy, you're not talking gibberish. This is how it happens. I feel like crying and fighting and hitting someone all at the same time. People don't take it seriously enough. Here's something that will damage someone's life forever. And I don't understand because police are supposed to be trained. They're supposed to know that they need to do something right away. And it is outrageous, just outrageous, that they did not make sure that that came back as soon as possible. And who knows what else he was up to, Nancy? Oh, oh, this is the tip of the iceberg. Karen, Karen, Karen Stark. This guy, Cleotha Abstin, started committing violent felonies at age 11. That we know of. And, you know, Matthew Mangino, I'm not asking you to speak. I'm just referring to you. Former prosecutor, now civil and defense attorney and author. He would argue, oh, (laughs) he was just 11. The sweet little boy. You know, I I might buy that at 11, 12, 13, 14, but then at 16, 17, 18, I'm not buying it anymore. So uh, Karen Stark, when people say he started his one-man crime wave at age 11, how many rapes has this guy committed culminating in the murder of Eliza Fletcher? And Magino, don't even bother jumping in and saying he's innocent until proven guilty. I know that. We all know that. And I believe there is a snowball's chance in hell that he may not be guilty, okay? So that said, what, Karen Stark? This is outrageous. And people do. You know that psychopaths start at an early age. So it doesn't surprise me that this began at 11. The outrageous part of this is that 
He is not already under lock and key. Walking free to grab Eliza. Okay, so what is the excuse? Take a listen to our friend Marcus Hunter. Scientists pulled the recently tested kits matching Gapson Henderson for analysis nine months after it was received on June 24th and completed an initial report of the results on August 29th. The sample was then entered into CODIS, which returned a match on September 5th, which was within hours of Memphis police finding Fletcher's body on Victor Street. And 49 weeks after MPD submitted the rape kit to TBI. The match of the September 21 assault came back to Cleotha Abston Henderson. The results were then reported to Memphis police. According to court documents, he was indicted on the charges of aggravated rape, especially aggravated kidnapping and gun charges in connection to the crime. You know, it's just all blah, blah, blah words. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. When I look at this woman's face, it just, it makes my stomach hurt. I'm looking at a smiling face of Eliza Fletcher, a young mom, a teacher, a wife, a daughter, beloved by all. Why did he have to take her? Why did he have to take anybody? Not just her, but anybody. Why was he out walking free? This guy is a known sex attacker. 
he has viciously attacked before. Now, am I supposed to believe Matthew Mangino? I'm coming to you just as a legal expert. Don't put on your defense hat yet. Okay, because we all know you're a former prosecutor, former parole board member, author of the executioner's toll. So please don't start telling me he was only 11 years old when he committed his first felony. I'll just say that for the shrink. What you know, all this is BS, right? Because they're saying that what it was just a coincidence that when Eliza Fletcher goes missing, they go, oh, you know what? You're at the front of the line now. Let's do that DNA kit. No, that's not a coincidence. There's no such thing in criminal law. So they're trying to tell me that Eliza goes missing and then they go, wow, I think it's time that we do the DNA on that file way back there on the shelf. What really happened, Mangino? Well, I think what really happened is they they were able to to, uh, find um, DNA on the sandals that were found at the crime scene and they immediately did an analysis. No, I'm not I'm not talking about that. Matthew, Claritha Aston, DNA is on a September twenty twenty one rape victim. Okay? Right. So why? When Eliza gets kidnapped and there's a search going on, do they go, Wow, I think I'll sir I think I'll run that DNA test. That's total BS. Why did they suddenly decide to run it then? You know, to cover their butts. I mean, they they failed. This was a, a systemic failure to test uh, DNA that was found at a crime scene. And it, as simple as just running a, a, a CODIS. Combined DNA index system. Exactly. Yeah. It was cover your ass. That's what it was. Yeah. And I'm just wondering, Matthew Mangino, why did they select that particular rape kit to suddenly test? I'm guessing that that rape occurred in the same MO, modus operandi, method of operation, as Eliza's kidnap that uh, the victim may have described the same kind of vehicle. Something about that rape kit, about that rape. Maybe it was in the same area. Just I, I, I don't know. But something made them reach back on that shelf and pull out that file and perform that DNA test and submit it to CODIS, the Combined DNA Index System. Before I go to special guest Dr. Kristen Middleman from Othram Labs, I want to circle back to Rachel D. Fisher, registered sex assault nurse examiner. Rachel, could you please describe what is the procedure that you go through when you examine a rape victim and what is a rape kit? When a a rape victim comes to the hospital, we do a head-to-toe assessment and a detailed genital exam where we collect evidence from all the intimate parts of the body uh, and anywhere based on the history. We submit this kit to law enforcement and law enforcement... Slow down, please. As I like to say, Rachel, we're not having tea at Highgrove with King Charles, okay? When you say we we collect DNA from all parts of the body, that is certainly putting perfume on the pig. The rape victim, who has already been brutally raped, probably beaten 
terrified, then has to go for a rape kit. Then it's basically a pelvic exam, and it takes a long time. What do you have to do? It's a very intrusive exam. We we spread their legs, we touch, we look, we examine, we go into all the the genitalia. We we swab, we insert speculums. We it's re-traumatizing for the victim. Essentially, is what it is because we're going back into these places. Okay, wait a minute. See, see, you are an expert, and when you just roll off comments like that. Not everybody knows what you mean. When you say a speculum, isn't that uh, kind of like a reverse eyelash curler where you squinch the curler together? Instead, a speculum is something you stick inside the lady's vagina and anus and then you open up those cat female cavities and then you go in there basically with a searchlight like a flashlight and you look around with a really long q-tip and you look in there and you try and find with a swab a con- yeah everybody in the studio is grimacing and looking away right now for a reason and you swab around inside the anus and the vagina and hopefully you will get naked to the human eye sperm DNA, right? That's the intent to get any any sort of DNA off of the internal orifices of the patients, yeah. And that includes the anus, correct? We do also swab the anus, yes. And then you have the rape kit combing as if I would comb my hair. What is that? We take a comb and we go through the head hair, the pubic hair, getting any debris that can link it back to potentially the scene of where it happened to corroborate that as well. Um, Sometimes we do plucking of the hair in order to get um, DNA as well. So it's a very painful, intrusive exam in in some points of it. But when the victims are that brave enough to come in for that, that's right there, the first step in their healing. And the the first victim of this case with the positive hit was brave enough to do that. So I can only imagine her seeing this, that she was brave enough to go in and then nobody tested it until it was too late. I can only imagine what she's feeling right now. She was brave enough to do that initial rape kit back then, over a year ago, and here we are. And the only way her case was finally processed was because Eliza was murdered. It took a murder to get her rape kit done. That's the harsh truth of what we're dealing with. Rachel D. Fisher, could you please describe the spectrum of demeanors your rape victim patients have displayed? They come in sometimes completely with no affect, meaning their face does not smile. They don't frown. They're just quiet. They don't make eye contact. Sometimes they laugh. They're distracting themselves. Sometimes they're crying. Trauma presents in very different ways, and each victim is different. And um, I've seen law enforcement even say, well, she doesn't seem like anything happened. We're not even sure if it's real because of her demeanor. Like you, I've, I've heard it all, but each victim processes their trauma differently. So regardless of how they respond to it, if they're brave enough to come get an intrusive exam in a busy ER and have an examiner stick things into their bodies something happened nobody willingly does that they're regardless of what their demeanor is they're there for help and we help them all the same and we prioritize it on our end 
And then we do the next step in our process is hand it over to law enforcement for them to do their due diligence, which is supposed to be to take it to the crime lab. But Tennessee has a statute that they have 60 days for it to sit on their shelf before they're mandated to give it to the crime lab. Karen Stark, you know, I'm thinking of these rape victims when it's so horrible, they can't even begin to grapple with it, Karen Stark. That's right, Nancy. It is, it's, they disassociate, and you really can't pay attention to how someone reacts to trauma and to death because everyone, each one of us is very, very different, and there are people that cry. Think about, you know, when people sometimes get nervous and they start laughing, and they're not laughing because it's funny. It's just their response. They have no choice. That's how they deal with that kind of a situation. And that's what you're describing. I've been to funerals where somebody was so angry at the death of their spouse. They were, they were furious. And you would never know that this was happening because they're grieving and loving and in pain. And it all gets mixed up when they have to deal with this kind of a situation. Terrible. And now... Having spoken to the rest of our panel, I'm going to lay it all in your lap. Dr. Kristen Middleman, she is the Chief Development Officer at the highly respected Authoram, Inc. You can find them at dnasolves.com. One of their specialties, I have learned, is taking old or degraded DNA and somehow pulling a miracle and getting a match. I'm talking about DNA that's been in mud, been underwater, been through a fire, 50, 60 years old. I'm going to lay it all in your lap. Dr. Kristen Middleman, she is the Chief Development Officer at the highly respected Authoram, Inc., You can find them at dnasolves.com. One of their specialties, I have learned, is taking old or degraded DNA and somehow pulling a miracle and getting a match. I'm talking about DNA that's been in mud, been underwater, been through a fire, 50, 60 years old. Dr. Kristen Middleman. First of all, I want to know how they made the match and what likely statistical uh, identification we have of Cleotha Abstin and any insight you can give us as to why they so horribly failed the first rape victim, well, the last rape victim that we know of, and Eliza. How did that happen? I mean, you deal with this kind of thing every day. And we are. We're going to deal with this kind of thing every single day. And I, like you uh, and everyone here at Authorum, believe that it's an outrage that we do not have the technology implemented that would be able to stop this from happening. You know, we talk about this every single day, but the CODIS testing system was created 30 years ago and nothing new has come to forensics since in order to help these investigators. You know, you say the investigators might have failed. I don't think the investigators are failing. We work with these guys every single day. In fact, we work with CDI, and they work day and night trying to make things work. They're not given 
the technology that's necessary to be able to clear these cases at scale. The government is who's failing. The government has failed to find and adopt new technologies that would allow this, the backlogs to truly clear. We have backlogs everywhere because this technology, the way that it's written right now, is not scalable. You can't hire enough people to, do, to run every single test immediately and have a result in eight hours. It's just not possible. And so, but there is new technology here. Ours is one of the new technologies that could help clear a lot of the backlog that gets stuck when there's no DNA answer. But there are other new technologies here. Could you imagine doing this podcast on, you know, computers from 30 years ago? No, you wouldn't. You would get the new computer. You would get the best mic. You would do the next best thing. You would do it just for your business. Why isn't forensics changing? Okay, hold on, Dr. Middleman. It is far, far uh, beyond me. You're knowledge regarding DNA and scientific testing, but I'm not asking for a result in eight hours. What about eight days? What about eight weeks? What about eight months? This was a year. The last rape victim that we know of, of Cleotha Astons, was September 2021. You're preaching to the choir, Dr. Middleman. I spent a third of my time as a prosecutor at the Georgia State Crime Lab. And can I tell you, those people work like dogs, scientists in ballistics, in fiber analysis, hair analysis, DNA, blood, you name it. They work like dogs. They already work overtime. What more do we want them to do? So where is the fail? And I guarantee you, the TBI, Tennessee Bureau of Investigation Crime Lab, is the same. So how is it he's walking the street to murder Eliza? Because the system has failed to implement all the necessary tools. You know, let me tell you, Nancy, it's just like if I gave you a bicycle and I told you, go ahead and deliver mail all over the United States. Well, how could you possibly deliver mail all over the United States with a bicycle? It would never happen. It's not possible. But if there were cars and planes and roads and everything else there and the infrastructure put all together, then you could deliver that mail all over the United States. Unfortunately, we are at the bicycle state of forensic science when it comes to solving these backlogs with sex assaults and murders. We are DNA testing is at its infancy still. And there are so many ways. I mean, our technology, we don't need a CODIS database to identify someone. You don't have to have raped someone else in order for us to identify you. That's the biggest key. You can rape one person and get identified the very, very first time. Yet our technology isn't widely used everywhere because people scream all sorts of stuff. Oh, well, it's new. We don't know if it works. Oh, my God, privacy. Oh, this, oh, that. Well, the government's slow in funding it. I want the perpetrator in jail the first time they commit a crime. I don't want to have to wait till the second victim and the third victim or the 11th or 12th victim. And trust me, we've identified those as well. They're in CODIS so many, many times that no one's ever identified them. They come to us finally and now they're identified and all these crimes are solved. That's 
devastating. Take a listen to Marcus Hunter, WREG. The TBI accepts rush DNA cases when requested by a local investigative agency, as we did in the recent Eliza Fletcher case. It went on to say our scientists identified Cleotha Abstin as a suspect less than 18 hours after receiving key evidence. The agency said the sample they received in September of last year was not submitted as a rush case. Therefore, it was placed with the standard casework, which can have an average turnaround of 33 to 49 weeks. Listen to our friends at Fox 13. An affidavit reveals new details about Fletcher's final moments. Investigators say data from the FBI cast team, which is used to track cell phones, led them to East Person Avenue and Victor Street. While searching that area Monday, just after five, they say officers noticed high grass at a vacant home, as well as vehicle tracks in the high grass. Officers also smelled an odor of decay. We're told the officers fanned out and walked to the back of the property. Immediately to the right of the steps, they say they found a woman's body. To give you an idea why it was so hard for officials to find her is because even though they're in the middle of a neighborhood, you can see there's very tall grass shielding the view from the street. I'm 5'5". Take a look at this grass. It's towering over me. Then there's this abandoned home and we're told Fletcher's remains were found behind this house. Walk with me so you can see beside these steps here. And you can even see an imprint in the dirt right here. Cleotha Abstin faces murder and abduction charges. I'm waiting to find out if rape charges are going to be added to that. Eliza's body found days after she was abducted on her morning run in a wooded area in southern Memphis, not too far from where police say Abstin was caught on surveillance footage frantically cleaning out his car. I got news for you. You're going to need something like... um, Black Swan, some sort of acidic cleaner to get rid of DNA, Cleotha Abstin. And I'm pretty sure 409 is not going to do the trick. But good luck with that. He has also been charged with an additional count of aggravated kidnapping and rape in that separate incident I was telling you about that took place about a year before Eliza was kidnapped and murdered. Yeah, he should have been behind bars on that. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. So this is what I predict is going to happen at trial. I predict that his prior sex attacks and aggravated assaults and kidnaps, oh yes, there's several, will come into evidence as similar transactions. Now, as you know, under our jurisprudence, our frame of constitutionality, a jury cannot hear about bad reputation. Because the Constitution wants the defendant tried on the facts of the case in chief. However, similar transactions, prior bad acts, can be introduced in front of a jury to show course of conduct, frame of mind, um, method of operation that tend to prove the case in chief, like a fingerprint crime. And I would argue to the judge that these are Two fingerprint crimes that will prove that Cleotha Abstin murdered Eliza Fletcher. Now, what good does that do her children? That's the big question. (sighs) 
the only good it can do the children is that one day they will say, somebody cared. Somebody cared to take this case to trial and prosecute my mom's killer to the utmost. I had someone standing up for my mom when I was a child and I couldn't do it myself. So what are the facts of this case? Why is the state seeking the death penalty? Well, in every jurisdiction that has the death penalty, there are called aggravating circumstances. For instance, if you lay in wait, which suggests you have a cold, calculated mind at the time, you're not angry or drunk or out of your mind on drugs, you intend to do what you're doing uh, for pecuniary or money interest, murder for hire, more than one dead body, mass murder. Some jurisdictions allow, if it's in the commission of another felony, such as dealing drugs or rape. Let's see what's another one. Some jurisdictions include a very young child or an elderly or a law officer. So those are called aggravating circumstances. And if they exist, that permits the state to seek the death penalty in jurisdictions where there is a death penalty. And that's what's happened right here. The state is seeking the death penalty. There's also a catch-all when the crime is particularly heinous. And I believe this crime is. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Stories, signing off. Goodbye, friends. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.